Okay, hello everyone. This is podcast number three. Yeah, podcast number three or four. I, I'm pretty sure it's number three. This is author M.W. Finn. Um, I was actually thinking a long time about exactly what I was going to record about or what I was going to talk about. Um, I have gotten I've gotten a little bit of a response as far as the podcast has gone, which is pretty awesome. Try it again to keep these things pretty short. Hoping to keep it about seven minutes or so. Um, uh, I was going to read part of the book, but I actually think I might save that for next week. But for now, I actually had an interview with a, a good friend of mine that I've met through social media that's been, you know, a fan of, you know, when I made blogs and stuff. A big shout out to him. Um, so there was a few questions they asked me about being a writer and anybody that wants to write books or, or do anything as far as literary works or whatnot. Um, you know, this this might be something for you as far as the the book process or what I was thinking. Um, He's actually an aspiring writer as well. Um, But here are the questions that were asked to me. And, you know, I think they're really well thought out questions. Um, I was really impressed by them. And, you know, I hope these guys um, question helps you guys out as far as, you know, your writing and, and your future potential to, you know, continue to read and do all that stuff. So the first question is, how did you get started? Uh, did you write short stories or, you know, something like that? Um, for me growing up, I used to love watching like movies and stuff where like these big dramatic battles would happen and, you know, people would fight and stuff, you know, they read this dialogue and stuff like one of them was Dragon Ball. I used to love that growing up, still do actually. Uh, just these long kind of drawn out fights and kind of what that spurned on is me writing the stuff down and um, you know, getting better about writing stuff. You know, I used to write all sorts of stuff. Like, you know, I'd, I used to watch like the Twilight Zone. You see these little short stories and stuff. I used to doodle or write stuff down or write stuff down that I thought was cool. Um, really, this first series didn't really start happening until high school where I was like, you know, I kind of want to make this series or whatever. Um, you know, out of my desires and things I like, it's something I would want to read. And so I started making it in high school and, you know, kind of dropped it and came back to it and he was like you know i'm gonna finish this thing and see it through and so that's how really that first story was made um a lot of that was a result of reading and stuff and you know being influenced by different writers like you know tolkien c.s lewis different stuff like that and i started to formulate you know hey a i like fantasy and b you know hey i could write something too maybe not as high as caliber but you know i'm gonna try and do that um one of the second questions was how are you publishing a book? What platforms are you using? Um, so for the first book, I actually used a hybrid publisher to do that. Um, it was a little expensive, but I definitely am thankful to that publisher for you know helping me out um, and getting me started. Definitely taught me a lot of lessons as far as like what I can do myself and you know the the benefits of having people behind you and you know helping you out and stuff and kind of um, setting the standard so to speak. But for me. I self-publish. I use KDP, which is, you know, the Amazon format. And uh, for the most part, how you publish your book is essentially, you know, getting your butt in a chair, writing, getting consistent with it, making sure that you're writing, you know, as as much as possible, setting time aside to write, whether that be like an hour a day or even sometimes when you're really stressed out, it's like 30 minutes a day just to, you know, get down there and do that. and something I also heard and you know it, it's it's true and it's it's super beneficial is to read about twice as much as you write and uh, one would think that would be indicative of 
you know, copying other people's works, but I've always heard you're supposed to be lightly influenced by people's writing that you enjoy. Um, whether that, you know, be scripture, you know, reading the Bible, you know, you're influenced by God's word or, you know, reading about fantasy novels. Like for me, C.S. Lewis, I <laughs> you hear me say his name a bunch, but you know, the Chronicles of Narnia, um, just as far as magic, how it's portrayed, uh, even in Tolkien stories, I even like, um, Dragons in Our Midst, which is a really good series, uh, Christian based, but it's a fantasy. You know, I think it's called like Raising Dragons was the first one and the Candlestones, the second one and different stuff like that. Really, really good reads. Definitely recommend them. Um, so marketing, how did you do it and was it difficult or was it easy? Um, <laughs> marketing is one of those things. Marketing isn't super fun all the time. This is actually a form of marketing right here, this podcast, uh, you know, going into marketing, taking time aside, investing into something to get, you know, potential readers and listeners and stuff and, you know, provide entertainment because that's really what book is. If you think about it, it's just reading and being transported to another world, but it's a, a form of entertainment, uh, if that makes any sense. So, you know, I'm always on social media. <laughs> You'll see me posting all the time about, you know, hey guys, would you like and share? post a review uh people don't really realize how important reviews are reviews are kind of like the formula for amazon for getting viewership so the more reviews you get uh the more purchases the better you end up being because people see it more often than not um marketing i do it i'm not very good at it i try to at least once a day do something to kind of culminate the market you know with the first book and the second book um working on the third now working on actually on a side project so it's always constantly something at the moment um there's gonna be times where i don't do it some days and other times i take breaks um it just really depends so yeah marketing um what's your writing schedule right like uh kind of went over that for me it's just um doing as much as you can when you can for me like it's i really enjoy writing and i treat it like a a second job a passion really so you uh i'm kind of just have to get into it and do as much as and often as you can some days like it it'll be three hours where i'm just like really getting into it or other days where it's like i don't know 30 minutes here or there and you know just doing a little bit or some days you just don't feel like it and you gotta take some breaks but the biggest thing is you actually have to get in this chair and do it same thing with reading you need to be reading you need to constantly see how other people are portraying things things you like dislike all that sort of stuff um so another one really really good question was how do you incorporate faith in your books and stories um to go back to tolkien (laughs) c.s lewis c.s lewis count number three i mentioned him or four um I really enjoyed how C.S. Lewis, really, if you guys didn't know this about the Chronicles of Narnia, he designed it to be able to explain, I believe it was to his grandchildren about Christianity, because Christianity does have a lot of uh, very staky sort of things. Um, Why by staky? I mean, it's a lot to chew, you know, you have to kind of work into it and you have to cut into it and it's, you know, it's a lot under the surface, so to speak, as as opposed to something, you know, that's uh, spoon-fed, you know, an actual a bit of scripture comparison there um but i really enjoyed it just the just the symbolism there you know you have aslan and swiss representing jesus you know going to be sacrificed to save another and you know you have the white witch and 
you know, her magic and stuff. Her magic starts to fail as the story continues on, as uh, Aslan is returning. Um, you know, her her curse that she's put on Narnia is beginning to fade away. In the same way that even in Tolkien, with the Lord of the Rings, a lot of stuff was uh, Tolkien was a master linguist, and so he would use a lot of Hebrew. Uh, origins and you know different languages to represent different things as far as magic goes and it was really really cool um for me and my faith uh, i incorporate that in the story through different things one of the things is like even in the ashenborn is that the ashenborn which are these wizards that can turn into dragons they have these things called the dragon eye stones or ashen stones there's there's multiple names for it that need to re uh, be reinvigorated by fire each day and that, that's kind of how it is with our faith we need new mercies every single day we need more of Jesus every single day and I wanted that to be incorporated in the magic system um, really a lot of my faith uh, affects everything in the book I always have an ultimate plan I was like hey I want this to represent this and there are some things that virtually represent nothing <laughs> and uh, I'm really looking forward to people looking at that stuff and deciding for themselves you know trying to figure out that symbolism and what it means and uh what it means for the book actually and like what the characters represent and all that stuff i'm super excited to it uh hear about it the other thing that influences me with the story is there's no nudity uh, in my books there are no curse words or anything i want all readers to be able to read it but there is uh, some not specific gore but you have to be a little detailed when it comes to like fighting and battles and stuff like that. That's about the only thing that'll uh, really be in it. You know, of course, there's peril, there's some troublesome stuff, there's some fights. Uh, but those are the two lines in the sand I'm not, I'm not going to cross. Um, I feel like, you know, that children should be able to read something like that. And, you know, that there, no, that there's heroic courage and there's knights and people that are willing to fight, you know, evil and do battle with evil. And that the world isn't just full of monsters that we can do nothing about. Um, so for the next question, how do you feel about magic and sorcery as a Christian? Um, it was a really good question. Uh, I was actually kind of like, huh, very interesting. Uh, and that goes back to kind of what the previous thing says, you know, it's, it's really about your portrayal of stuff. Um, if you're putting magic or incorporating fantasy into something, you know, it, it really shouldn't be problematic unless, you know, someone is trying to practice it or something. Or, you know, if it's based on something that's already witchcraft or something like that, something that's dark in nature, um, <coughs> demonic or anyway, but that, that's kind of like goes back to Harry Potter and stuff. I believe that stuff is harmless uh, unless someone is like actually practicing it or something or trying to put some sort of belief into it. But if it's a work of fiction, I, I see no, absolutely no uh, problem with it. For me, I view magic as like a power, like a powerful ability or something that, you know, the characters use. Um, one of my favorite things really in Narnia, Sios <laughs> Luth, number five, is um, when it comes to Edmund, you know, Edmund is, you know, betrayed, you know, um, his brothers and sisters by going to the White Witch or whatever and just telling them that they're actually in Narnia. And um, the White Witch and Aslan are having a conversation. And um, the White Witch says, you know, the, the traitor, you know, is mine, you know, according to the rules of Narnia. Uh, that that person should be sacrificed on the stone table that's my you know that's my purpose and Aslan's like don't speak the deep magic to me which I was there when it was written and that's really profound and spiritual in nature because you know the the laws of the world were you know established and when God created the world and that's just a callback kind of to that and so that's how I view magic and fantasy you know there's always got to be some purposeful driven reason why you're putting in the story 
um, not just just there just because you you really had, need to have a reason to have magic in your story. I believe it should be symbolic um, in some sort of way. Um, so, what has helped you become a better writer? Um, reading, 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 reading. Um, like I said earlier, do two times the amount of reading that you do writing. Um, you'll start to get better. And also writing, believe it or not, uh, you got to learn to make mistakes. You got to learn how to continue to get better at stuff. Uh, as you go by, you know, you'll, <laughs> the editor will look through stuff and I'm like, wow, yeah, that, that's an excellent point. Or, you know, I'll see something as I'm doing my own editing. I'm like, oh, wow, I don't know what I was thinking there. And there's always, you know, room for improvement. You're never going to become the perfect writer. Um, you'll just you just keep learning stuff and I'm still learning stuff and I'll continue to learn stuff until, you know, I go to heaven and be with Jesus. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. Um, but yeah. Uh, definitely guys, if you guys are interested in writing and stuff, send me some questions for sure. Um, my email is mfenn0165 at yahoo.com. That's mfenn0165 at yahoo.com. I'll be, feel free to answer your questions as time goes by. I'm going to try to start doing some literary stuff and I'm also going to try to start reading the first book out loud on these podcasts just to, you know. Get, get something going here but again I, I appreciate everyone that's listening to me uh, this was actually not 7 minutes it was more towards that 14 minutes but again I appreciate everybody and uh, hope you guys have a good one and chat with you guys later peace <laughs>